0: Hey y'all, it's Kristen and Christine from from The The Takeover. Takeover. We're growing and loving the engagement via social media and through our audio platforms. If you want to hear more from us, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. That's hashtag The Takeover with Kristen and Christine.
1: Listen, rate, and comment on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at TheTakeoverCC to join the conversation. Now let's get into the episode.
0: You are are now now tuned in to The Takeover Takeover with with Kristen and Christine. And we back, and we back, and we back, we back. So, guys, we took, um,
1: a whole entire month, a month, a month. It didn't feel that long,
0: but it felt long.
1: Yeah, and, you know, a couple of you all were saying, where are you guys, what are you guys doing, what are you all up to, um, how are things going, why did you take this break, um, took the break to come back recharged
0: yeah if y'all know how we <laughs> sounded towards the end we of was season of one the- very very tired very mellow very dead um dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we're coming back with a lot new heat for you and um a lot of new things down the pipeline um our show has
0: changed in structure yes we'll be putting out episodes every two weeks instead of every week so that just gives you twice
1: as long to listen to Just as good, if not better, episodes. Okay. Um. We'll also be bringing you some visual. Oh yes, yes, yes. I was like content. (laughs) We'll be bringing you all some visual content. Yes. Um. Because you know Farley on the I about to say Farley on
0: the beat, but you know Farley Farley on the the camera. camera.
1: Yes. So shout out to Robin Farley, who started out as our manager back when we were the Takeover Radio Show. Yes, indeed. And now as the Takeover Podcast, she's here with us on Indie Creative Network working behind the camera, behind the lens, to bring you all the visual content that will be a part of, you know, recap rundowns, segments that, you know, didn't make it to this recording. But... Takeover
0: events that we cover every episode mm-hmm. but don't have any visuals for. So, like, if Robin didn't take a video of it, did it really happen? Mm-hmm. That's the question you got to <laughs> ask
1: yourself. You feel me? So, just trying to put together a lot more things coming down the pipeline. We're also just going to be coming out with a lot more visuals on our social media. That stuff will be coming together. So if you don't see by now, head over to our Instagram and you'll see things are getting a lot more sleeker. And as the time goes by, you'll see a lot more things coming out of, you know, what our upgrade is looking like. So stay tuned for all of that.
0: Okay, and so we're going to jump right into new music! New music! Okay. Let's see if I keep that same energy as the season
1: goes on. But... There's just so much music that we have to talk about. I mean, the music is definitely all over the quality spectrum. And so, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like... Um, I, I
0: think we, we could go straight just, into... a we lot. Got, we got Tink's EP, Pain and Pleasure. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I what mean, was your favorite song
1: off of it? Signs. And that's only because that's the one I remember. <laughs> but let me... But, so you're saying she's not memorable? No, I'm... I'm saying... I, I knew her off of singles. I knew Tink off of singles that I loved. Mm-hmm. Ratchet Commandments is something that will never leave me. That song is um, wild problematic though, but I love it. Yeah. I, we played it a lot back up at Amherst, so it's going to stay with me forever. But having listened to it, and I listened to it probably through at least twice. Um, the only one that I remember is Signs. And maybe that's because me and Robin was talking about our signs and our moon signs ben. and stuff like that, which we should probably do on the show one day. You to talk about your rising sign, your falling sign. What's that? Stay tuned. Okay, (laughs) but um, it was just it was it made me feel like we were talking about things that I could see happening in the song. She was talking about um, astrology, but also talking about how that influences her her reactions with other people around her and Mm -hmm. her decision making. Um, It's a definitely a different sound from Tink. Um, that I wasn't expecting Way more sultry Very yeah. sultry Very risque
0: Yeah, Signs was my favorite too Um, and, and and not because it was the only one that I remember But because it sure? was I'm positive Don't lie to the people uh, it's, I'm positive <laughs> But I think it was like I think there's a There's a thing that happens in your brain When they use like samples of other music Or they use mm. like references from other songs So we'll talk about all of this later Because um, there's, There's a lot a of lines of, of, of <laughs> like people using songs from the past. Um, but I feel like it sticks with me more because it reminded me of like Signs of Love Making by Tyrese. Mm. And you know, how he talks about all the signs, and she goes beyond like signs of love making, obviously, but she talks about character traits. She didn't talk traits.
1: about all of them, though. She didn't, talk, she about didn't Leos, talk about all of
0: them. And I'm a Leo, so I kind of got offended. So you feel like you left yeah, out of the song? <laughs> so
1: that's why I actually
0: don't like it. So there we go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Okay, so well, I still think it, I think it was the best track on there but I think like psychologically it's me saying like I'm remembering other things from the past like a song that my mother played all the time my Mm -hmm. sister played all the time so I was able to associate it with it Mm -hmm. and I think that's why it bumps for me
1: Mm -hmm. oh you know what she was asking a question yeah about a beat on a a song on one of the songs it was on to the next one Mm -hmm. let me see one of the songs. The first song on it was on to the next one. You was asking where does the, oh, the coming from? I
0: don't know. That's it's all... coming from
1: Drake's Hotline Bling.
0: Is it really? Yes. Okay. I got to listen to the song over again. Yeah. But, I, but you see what I'm saying? Like the song is so recent. Hotline Bling is so recent and yeah. people are like it's already being sampled. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is an EP so that makes sense. Um, do you think that her separating from Tim was a good thing? I feel like
1: Tim is such a classic producer that you would love to have something from your project. Like, you would be blessed to have something on your project from him. What has he produced lately, though? That's the question. So that's... I guess that's where I would then turn it back around. Like, the last thing that I really saw from him that I knew was promising was when Missy came back and we were all like, yo, Oh, like, yeah, yeah, That was dope. But I really haven't seen projects or any artist development out of him. And maybe because maybe my ear is not tuned to that, those streets. Mm-hmm. You know, he's True. also not a Northeastern rapper, or at least not... He's not working with anyone mainstream that I know of right now. Mm -hmm. Like, we're hearing of Metro Boomin. We're hearing of, you know... All the young guys. The young young dudes. We're even hearing of Zaytoven, who's been out there for a while. But he still... He has himself in the trap space. Hmm. I don't know if Tim has that sound or is willing to compromise sound in order to be in that space. (laughs) Are we saying compromise sound like trap is a bad thing? (laughs) I mean... I don't think trap is bad We've we've had this I know That's I feel like I'm I'm getting more Into appreciating trap For what it's worth Mm -hmm. But I My heart goes To the classic The classic beats
0: I feel like But he was able to What song What was the name of the song I remember he was able To have like a trap feel With that Missy record That he put out like, and also I feel like it made sense because they've worked together for mm-hmm. years so their chemistry mm-hmm. and their creative ability like intertwined it makes sense like that's mm-hmm. obviously magic and then mm-hmm. Missy Elliott is like the greatest mm-hmm. so that's a that's a given mm-hmm. but yeah I don't know how I feel about her separating from Tim because she didn't put anything out while she was with him but I saw magic. But, I saw sparks Well then
1: according to the fader interview that I read from her mm-hmm. um, what happened was Mosley Music Group which is Tim's Tim's line. He It was um, connected to Interscope. And when that separation happened, she wasn't able to come out of her record deal immediately because mm. they still wanted to have ties to their artists in order to make money. However, she wasn't putting anything out because they didn't have a distributor. So they were trying to garner her stuff and then hope until hope and pray that another record label was going to take them back on. So she Which let all of her happened. stuff
0: go with him. Yeah. Cute. Okay. Well, I mean,
1: sometimes you have to do that in order to become free. That's... And that which is so sad, but it's it's the reality of this weird music business, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh,
0: next, we have Lizzo fitness.
1: Lizzo is everything, and we actually highlighted her um, as a Women Crush Wednesday back in season one. We did. Um, fitness is dope. I love fitness, and I love her as a person. Like I was watching one of her recent the video for fitness is also phenomenal. Um, I know that you listen to her her podcast.
0: Yeah, her podcast is lit though. So, like, but I feel like. I don't want to just, like, push her aside as an artist. I feel mm-hmm. like her spirit, like, her energy, like, mm-hmm. she needs to be... She also, mm-hmm. so that that way I don't push aside her passion. Mm-hmm. But she also needs to be in front of a camera, like, interviewing people because the mm-hmm. energy she brings into a room is insane. Like, yeah. that type of... Like, making people feel comfortable. And, like, mm-hmm. multiple people. She was... She had legends on her show. She had Kim. She mm-hmm. had, um... What's her name? Um, She works a lot with, um... I, I'm over here thinking about Jagged Edge. She works a lot. Bow, she's on the show growing up Involved with Bow wow. wow. What's her name? She was like the first female rapper to like oh, the, brat. the Brat. There we go. So um so she interviewed The Brat. She interviewed Kalani. She interviewed a couple of people. And like each time it was like authentic vibes. Like she respected their input. And like she actually listened to what they were saying, which is very important um, when you're interviewing people is to like have that ear to like, Feel where the conversation is going and where it needs to go. So,
1: this kind of disrespectful though. I just looked up her podcast. Um and they had the nerve to say, somebody had the nerve to say, she's enormously creative, enormously positive, enormously talented, and she's also very funny. Why do you have to put the enormously how many times? Come on, man.
0: Cuz I feel like she she talked about like having a big personality, like everything is mm. big with her, like mm-hmm. she's like she had um I don't know. She basically talked about like feeling like having a complex of being like really bigger than people. And it's like mm. And it's not... It's not literally... It's not associated with her weight or anything. It's, like, mm. literally, like, I'm the shit. Mm. Yeah. So, I feel like that... It makes sense for them to use that type of vernacular. Heard you. Up but, next, yeah.
1: We want to talk about this song, Nonchalant. I thought it was horrible. Nonchalant from A Boogie was, with um, the hoodie. Trash. And Alkaline. Garbage. Yeah. Next. So... <laughs> and I was trying to give it a chance because I was like, oh, Alkaline, like, that's a... I love him. Mm. Um... I don't know if A-Boogie watered it. I, I'm just not an A-Boogie fan. Maybe it's because I'm from downtown. And I know the Bronx people might come for us after this episode.
0: I'm dead. It's not even Cause. his sound for me. It's like, I I didn't know what to listen for on that song. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, the crossover between hip-hop and reggae has been always, like, amazing. You're mm-hmm. thinking Nas and and Damien Marley. Damien mm-hmm. Marley and um Jay-Z mm-hmm. on Jay-Z's yeah. recent um record, Four Four Four, But this was trash. Like, first of all, and then the lyrics were even worse. Like Yeah, like, I don't I, want I your... I no respect for it. Yeah, it was like, I don't want your number, I want your social. And it's it's one thing about like being hogar and then there's no? another thing from
1: just being all types of garbage.
0: garbage yeah, he don't want to be in a monogamous relationship but he want the girl as his B-I-T-C-H and I'm like, yeah, okay. I was
1: over it. So, I'm sorry, <laughs> but if we're going to do that, especially with summer coming, we're going to have to get the hip-hop and reggae crossovers to be a lot more tight and proper. just... Put out quality stuff, people. Which goes to speaking of quality.
0: you rah, really... Rah, rah, rah. piping <laughs> up on these. <laughs> you gotta be nice for what to There's these. A, Period. Nice for what? From Drake was Period. absolutely a gift, a blessing. Yes. Um All our favorites was in there. Yeah, so shout outs to Issa Ray. Tracy Ellis Ross. Oh my god, did you see how little Bob and oh her hair was my popping? God. And like she just looked like a like a radiant. Soul and like she was in that dusty field with that silver, mm. like metallic ish situation going on fra- since girlfriends. She's not. beautiful, and then her spirit just seems so young and vivacious. Like, I wanna be oh my friend. gosh, then you have Letitia Wright, my okay. favorite Shuri from Shuri Black, from Black Panther. Panther. Oh my god, wow. yeah, she's popping. When I saw her, because she was she was like all the way towards like the, the middle end, yeah, yeah. so I freaked out when I saw her. I was like, oh my girl.
1: <laughs> yeah, but. Just a, appreciation for just the different people that he brought together. You have people that Mr. intertwine, Toplin. yeah, and, and people that intertwine industries, but also people who you know that they could be like a true like girlfriends group. Like I could imagine all those women sitting down, Yara looking up to Issa like, "How mm. do you do this? I like don't. I want to be like you." Um, and they're all so great, just like great in their own great. ways. And then imagine them all being around each other while mm-hmm. they were shooting this, like. I would want to be in the present. Do you think that they were around the each other? Maybe if they even weren't together, but because they all you, had different scenes. But you had saying. to know that they each knew, like they were going to be on it. Yeah. Imagine the conversations yeah. after that. Yeah. Like, yo, we about to be on like, this Drake boss bitches yo, unite. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, that's absolutely phenomenal, and I'm so happy that he used that Lauren Hill sample.
0: Yes, timeless. I mean, top I of feel the like Rita bounce. She she don't got like Lauren Hill does not have to work a day in her life to me because like. Everyone will she, pay homage she shall to not like her first ever um album was just like the best piece of artwork that has come out in ever
1: and when you think about classic um and I, we've been having conversations before about like what's a classic album like hands down undeniably that is and will always be a classic album and you can see it from the way in which quality and non-quality artists Use her tracks Who's her quality Um I, I won't speak on that right now Crying. But I think that A lot of people When they go back to If, they, if you're looking for A hip hop bible To learn from It is that Lauryn Hill is that Yes Like Miseducation of Lauryn Hill Is where you go To go study And get up on it Um, yeah. I'm excited to see What comes of This You know Now he's putting out All these singles I want to know What the project Is going to look like That will be dope And I know it must be coming. Up I'm like not
0: now. excited For Drew Like I'm not oh. Excited for Drake. Oh I'm not saying I don't love him because everything he put out is like it's catchy. He knows mm-hmm. which which like which waves to to right. hop on. And the thing I love about him too with the sampling stuff, and mm-hmm. we we've we've literally have gone so in depth with sampling, specifically from um radio to now, mm-hmm. and like think about how people use their influences in their music. But he, I feel like there's something about him where he uses people that are still alive, which is which is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and like music that is recent. So mm-hmm. um. I feel like you know Lauryn Hill is not that far away you know that sound like I felt like I knew the song mm-hmm. before I even understood the lyrics or heard yeah, or like really listened the, to the lyrics it's like it's something to have that, something to relate to exactly but it was a
1: soundtrack to your life before you knew that it was a part of your life exactly if that makes sense yeah Um. so honorable mentions are I want to pay shout out to Saba um, I started listening but I ain't finished so if you if you don't know who Saba is Angels on coloring book with uh, from Chance the Rapper. Uh, he's on Angels. Um, then you have Kali Uchis. Mm-hmm. Um, she's up and coming and she's absolutely dope. So she listen put out to her, her album. Her 1st studio album, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then <laughs> there's only an honorable mention because I want people to know that Nick Cannon would like to come back into the game. So um I'm not... um something different. <laughs> um it's it's his his um his new song is called F Him. Um he's singing.
0: Who is the song directed to? I don't know. Why is he singing? I don't know. Does he rap on the song? No, he doesn't. I didn't have time to listen to the rest of it because I was like, this is not... This is But Nick Cannon
1: is trying to come back, so let's put some... I say let's support him only because he's been trying so hard. So is he
0: going to sing on the rest of his stuff? I hope not. But also,
1: can he rap? You know, like... Listen, I thought only the people on, on Wild and Out were gonna come there? for him as hard as you're coming for him right, for? right now. You're <laughs> gonna need to chill.
0: I'm just really curious because I'm thinking, y'all mentioned previously before we started recording, they, they were like, What's the song? What's Gigolo? Gigolo? I didn't even, I don't even remember. Like, that does not even spark anything in my wow. memory. Like, what else has he put out that had me bouncing? Like, And
1: so we can move right
0: along He's an to. Actor, isn't he?
1: And so we can <laughs> You're mad disrespectful
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Moving right along to Invasion of privacy Yo, Cardi, Cardi.
1: Oh my gosh Okay, so Cardi
0: Prego. Yes
1: And when I tell you I saw her that night watching SNL I waited up to watch it Very I was cool. like, wow Did but you feel like a proud mother? I did because <laughs> I really saw her from from the gutter, you know and when I mean the girl like like she grinding was grinding yeah. like the day when she came to see us like the day before she was
0: somewhere else and
1: the day after she was going to another city and she was on on her own self-made tour now, And even
0: before that yeah, yeah. like yeah like, when she came when she was on the takeover hour college radio show it was November she was on her second she was about to go into um, her
1: yeah she was in her second second mixtape and she was about to go into her second time on second love season and I love I Bobby up and just to see the glow up is beautiful.
0: Oh. I am in awe. I am, and the records are quality, okay? Like, Everything, that's the most important thing. Like, yeah. it's not, okay, all the social media shenanigans, all the dramas where you like, oh, she's... she. Oh, not even drama. It's like, oh, she's married to Offset. Well, she's engaged to Offset. And, oh, Offset is doing this. And, um. oh, she's on the cover of these billions, like 17 billion My. magazines, and she looks great. But... What she came into this business for was her music, mm-hmm. and she proved herself to me. Yeah. So I think, yeah. well, prove herself to everybody else. So but, you know, prove herself to herself. Yeah. As so well. regardless of it being a delayed album, because you know that
1: I was giving her a lot of a lot of slack. You told us all October, then you told us December,
0: but it's why you can't tell nothing to nobody.
1: Right. You can't say, oh, I think, because you might as well really just yeah, yeah. But it was definitely worth it. So I just want to say also a huge shout out to Cardi and of course her team because it takes mm-hmm. a team. To really put all of this together, they did a great job. Um, It takes a strong foundation to really encourage and believe in an artist in such a way because I feel like there was at times when Cardi wanted to give up. Like you think so? I feel like because I feel like she wasn't at least when she was on Love and Hip Hop and she was talking to Self and Self really wasn't trying to put her on. She really could have been like, all right, reality TV is where I stop, you know. Mm -hmm. And instead, she put out Volume Two, and then after that, she put together her own tour, and now, you know. She's putting out albums. She's making her moolala. And she's still, as she said, she's still running for the bag. When the bag says come, she goes. Yeah. So Um, I think it's inspiring. It's uplifting and just beautiful to be a witness to. So for me, my favorites, my three faves are Ring with Kalani. Y'all already know I'm a Kalani stan. Had a
0: feeling. So that just touches me. I'm also down for the YG joint. She bad. Nope, that's, that's the once. I know people, they don't skip her music on this album, but mm-hmm. I skipped that song, like, quick. Really? Nah. I'm not going to say anything about YG, because I really don't listen to his music, but mm-hmm. but to me, that, I didn't. May- I think it was favorite. more
1: of the production that had me going, because I found myself bopping the whole time. The whole entire time. I was not so, feeling it. And then, Moneybag is also... A, a banger. Money so, bag, money, bag, money bag. I could go with any of those, but I could also go with the entire album through and through. There. so What about you? Well, I was sticking. You know how I do. <laughs> so
0: done. We have um. <laughs> uh, bob <bah, laughs> chicken, chicken. <laughs> bob <bah, laughs> <bah, laughs> chicken head, hey. and that is that is the sampled <laughs> song that she uses. Okay, yes. so that's from what, like 2003 or something right. like that. So then she switches it up because <laughs> so it's like you got the whole instrumental going right, and she switches it switches it up and says, "What did she say? Um. It's not bok bok chicken chicken. It's guap guap. guap. There you go, big head. Guap guap, big head, big head. Okay, um, it's just like get some chicken guap guap." You know, like money, like what is the motive here? We already established that. And that's the money. <laughs> like and I feel like she she upped the ante with that one. It's like the the rap is just solid. The sample is solid. Cause I was like, Oh, this is like old school trap. She was like, Okay, ancestors, you know, I respect you. Um, and then she put her own twist on it, and I just felt like it was the perfect song I was sitting in my seat at work and I was like I can't even twerk next to these people like this exactly. is too much for me to handle so there's that there's also um best life best life I will get that one too but I'll get to that um I like it yeah that's one of my yeah. favorites yeah. um that so yes was second fave um the sampling again um who did you sample on that I, I like forgot there like I that. forgot there um like it like that but but there you go it's like using the sampled songs because it's a song that people automatically recognize that song has been has been used in commercials mm-hmm. that song has been obviously like played a billion times over so people already have that like in their subconscious to me and so for her to come and put her lyrics over it and then put a reggaeton artist on it where it's like old school meets new school P. meets P. Rodriguez yes um, meets like her culture her language um and then like putting rap over it, it's mm-hmm. like the perfect mix. And the features on that one was dope too. Mm-hmm. Like those artists are big time
1: names in the Latin world, so she's she's been always she's been able friend. to get pay
0: homage to them as well. Um and then you wanted to talk about best life? Yes, best life. Um, I'm really touched because I feel like it's her from the ground up. Like you said, like she. She details the hustle, but she's like celebrating in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of caught myself like, "Ooh, I don't got, I don't got, I can't celebrate right now." Like, I felt like if it, it was like culmination music, mm-hmm. like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, I'm there. Like, yeah. everything they said that I couldn't be, I'm there. Like, mm-hmm. I'm doing everything I ever wanted to do. Get like, up ten is like that for me too. Yeah, get up. But to me, get up ten is like it, it's it has that same um, emotion where it's like I've been to the gutter. Like, I've been in the gutter. I moved um doing things by myself like building my own team and then but it's like it's still like kind of dreary like it got the it's the meek mill like Mm -hmm. you know this is a struggle but then best life is is like congratulatory Mm -hmm. it's you got chance over here talking about um god work magic in my life and i'm Mm -hmm. like well period because that's really the mood Mm -hmm. um so yeah I really I really appreciated that song I sing I play I play it regularly now like like at least six times in a row before I skip to the next song um, so shout outs to them yeah. Um. there's so much there's so much in that and, but I'll, I'll like I want to like go into Black Girl Lit with um, a quote from that song mm-hmm. Um. so let me pull it up right now I should have did this
1: and what you call it? Just also to let y'all know, speaking of our new music and everything, we put together a new music season one playlist. So that is officially up on Spotify. Um, it gives you a, a comprehensive look as to what tunes we put together. Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Keyword is tunes. Um, that we put together from curating our first ever season here as the Takeover podcast. So head on over to our Instagram where you can find um, the link to it. Um, You can also check our Twitter. The link is there as well. Um, It's a really, like, looking back at it, we've really covered a lot of music, and I'm really proud of us, so we're going to definitely keep it coming here in Season 2. So what is your quote, madame?
0: My quote? I still still did not Pull it up yet. Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, she's talking about, like, praying and you know he God responding and say she was made for this I'm, I'm a firm believer in like having God speak to you in whichever way you believe um or or feel it and so I was like that really touched me and then Chance speaks on it um and I feel like usually when a guy hops on a song it's it's like They put their input, but it doesn't necessarily have much to do with the art, the other artists. So they cover the theme, but they don't address the other artists. He speaks to her in this song and he says, um, or he speaks about her in a positive way. He says, um, she trapping and she has to make it happen for her life don't be mad because she having shit you had it your whole life we had baggage on our flight and then she, he brings it together like both of us like we both been through the similar um situations we had badges on our asses you got passes in your life you had gadgets on your bike which i feel that spiritually because i ain't have shit mm-hmm. and sometimes i feel like i still don't have shit and so like knowing that other people have had it and like had passes like mm-hmm. they 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 through, a gold spoon they're they're going mouth. through TSA and I'm sitting here waiting in the regular check in right. line period like right. and so I always felt you know sometimes I look at that i like wow like I feel like I have to put in 10 times the work but this is like inspiration like there is a you know God work magic in my life mm-hmm. three times
1: over listen y'all already know I love the the, the chance to rap or coloring book I mean I loved him acid rap I loved him 10 deep but Coloring book has truly garnered him into being this artist that's very faith driven. So to see him interacting with Cardi is amazing. So that quote brought you to Black Girl Lit.
0: Yes, indeed. Okay, so let me pull that up as well. Um, This, I mentioned um, having it, I mentioned reading it um, on Twitter. I said it was gonna be the first selection of Black Girl Lit Mm -hmm. that we have. Mm -hmm. And so I read it. um, Do you remember the name of it? I suck. Damn. <laughs> it was on Juana's World the blog. hmm Let me see if I remember the name of it. Or if I look I'm gonna look up the name of it. Okay. Yes. Black girls from the Hood Are the Real Trendsetters. Mm-hmm. The following is an ode to black girls who grew up in the ghetto. So this to me works perfectly with Cardi's whole entire vibe. Like mm-hmm. she talks about stripping, she talks about like um, specifically across from her school, like thinking about her level of intelligence, Hustling how she mastered the Right. She mastered social media. Like, I think she really set the tone for like what people expect when. You like, have to come correct now. Right. So she's like, okay, I kn- I had that path. Like, I went mm-hmm. from stripping, and I was like, you know, I got to speak my truth, and I. She did that all on um on social media, and then she made her music. She appeared on reality t- television, made her music, but like right here, I want to emphasize that she is from the ghetto and she is authentic in being ghetto and, like, appreciating the ghetto and appreciating herself. Um, and so, we'll, I'll read, um, like, a, a few quotes from this article. It says, These women are applauded immensely on social media for breaking boundaries when wearing oversized tees, hoodies, or dresses complimented with some Jordans, but the hood done did that. Where's the street features on us? Where are the collaborations, the endorsements? Mm-hmm. And these are... She's talking about um, people who are not black or from and or are not from the ghetto. Um, she goes on to say what was once looked on as tacky is now a staple for those who want to be down.
1: Or even she's even talking about the highland the high end um, the high end fashion brands that mm-hmm. are talking about oh let me sell a do rag and call it uh, like a upscale, high scale. And charge hat. you a thousand
0: dollars for it. Or
1: not even. Y'all remember the Chinese slippers?
0: Chinese slippers? You know them bags that they used to. <laughs> my grandmother used to have them bags. She brought them up from Guyana. It was just like straws. Strong- <laughs> That's the Ghana must go bag. Go- it is the Ghana go bag. Yeah. The Ghana must go bag. And they, they made selling this it for like.
1: The Louis V. Look. This is Louis V, bro. Louis V. And my Tom. grandmother was
0: rocking this shit Come on. in the 1990s. Like... That's crazy to me. So basically, um, yeah, to go on, she says, Making the distinction and specifically centering black women who grew up in the projects is intentional. It is a way to acknowledge the innovators who broke the rules, all the while defining themselves on their own terms. While black women as a whole share several experiences, black women who resided in the ghetto have endured an egregious emphasis on egregious amount of respectability politics at the hands of black women and non-black people of color who lived across the tracks. Oftentimes images of carefree black women and or articles slash threads displaying black girl magic exclude those who live in the hood and portray a controlled narrative with an elitist undertone that fails to showcase the women who grew up on the block.
1: That reminds me of this other podcast that I was listening to Mm -hmm. called, um, this one was, um, the personal is political um the hosts talk about nameplate jewelry and talking mm-hmm. about the formal qualities the social history but then also how it gets co-opted you know yeah
0: and i feel like this that that co-opting like that's a th- to me that's it's not only the hustle that made me really appreciate Cardi B but it's like knowing that she came from the ghetto and knowing that everything typically is stolen like she makes sure she says I I lived in the projects like Mm -hmm. you know pissy elevators I go back to
1: I go back to Jamaica Avenue to put together the final parts of my outfit like if I cannot find it from Fashion Nova and if I cannot find it from these upscale um you know, brands, I'm going to go to the app. What I know. And I'm going to finish my outfit. And so, yeah.
0: And like the fact that she's receiving credit for, for being her authentic self, you know, like knowing where she came from, she's receiving credit. Like the, the credit that typically is not bestowed on black Mm -hmm. women basically. And so that to me is the most phenomenal thing. Like she's loud and that's okay. She's ratchet and that's okay. She's, um, you know, she's just, crystal and it's herself. okay for her to be from where she is like she's not she's not hiding it and she makes a lot of reference to that in her music and so it reminds me of like the coldest winter ever where I went to Santiago and like the um not not by winter santiago it's by sister soldier but the main character is winter santiago and like that aura that like you know, that that ghetto fabulousness Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. you have to show because it's the way you stand out and I feel like Cardi B mastered it. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm just... That's why she's
1: America's sweetheart.
0: Proud of her. Oh my
1: gosh. Right.
0: And just also like
1: um, speaking of speaking of all of that together um, leads beautifully into this final segment that we have for you all today. It's I Got It From My Mama and this idea of like loving and I think something about Cardi that we've noticed is that when she loves, she loves hard, um, and oftentimes that can get you to the point of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and so her becoming so conscious of like how she is and how she dresses and things like that. When she came and spoke to us on the on the radio show, we talked to her about her natural hair because at that time she was getting criticized about you know one time she's wearing her long um, her long weave and then another time she's wearing her hair out and. Um, what does that signify? Is she black? Is she Latina? What is she? Oh, yeah. That, um, that was that conversation. That and so coming. the idea of, like, loving, loving to the point of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And that's something that my mom, um, I, I got it from my mom, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, there are often times when you care about some, something so hard and so much, whether it be yourself or others, that it causes you to worry. That it causes you to care and, and be affectionate, but also to obsess. And Mm -hmm. to desire a companionship Mm -hmm. that, oftentimes, you can't—it's—it's not—it's not fathomable. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I say that is because I've seen my mom get to a point where, like, sometimes she'll be worried about something that hasn't even happened yet. Mm-hmm. Only
0: to say like I hope it doesn't happen. Like I hope this. Oh, and like oh my gosh, my grandmother is the queen of that. Okay. She would literally be like, my sister. She, my first of all, my sister, my youngest, oh, my youngest sister on my mom's side mm-hmm. is about to go to college. Like wow. she's a junior in high school, mm-hmm. and so and like AKA like she's about to be a senior, and so mm-hmm. she's uh, through the applying uh, application process. Everything. She went to go visit my grandmother long, um, last summer. Long story, mm-hmm. short. And my grandma didn't want to make her go outside. Yeah, so like because she's like because she had a little body on her, and it's like, mm-hmm. so what are you saying? You know, right. like what do you? I understand you're trying to be preventative, but like now you're worrying about something that is like, like you gave her the tools to be who she is, and right. she can walk in, in stride and know what is right, what is wrong, what it,
1: what she is, who she is, exactly, and she is, like, exactly, right.
0: So um, the idea of being a
1: worrywart. <laughs> Is something that I'm really working on nowadays Is to the point where like I have to understand that everything is gonna be okay It's gonna be okay Things are gonna be okay um, That at the end of the day No matter if, <laughs> I'm so done But ultimately is the idea that um, You can only do so much And once you know that you've done good Your good is enough um, So Cardi, your good is enough um you have Christine, done. you're good is enough. Kristen, you're good is enough. Um and Appreciate anyone it. listening to this, you're good is enough. Um I think that's just where I where I wanted to end it. I think it's a great way to tie off um um the show. Just understanding that, you know, so many things are going on around us. Um we're all hustling, we're all trying to get it out here, we're all trying to be somebody, um and trying to prove it. But when you're also trying to be somebody's, you have to understand that in order to be for someone else, you have to take care of yourself first. Um, so yeah, and that's what I'm trying to teach my mom while I'm home with her too. Hmm. She has to take care of herself. I'm grown now. She don't got to yeah, care of me. true. Although it's nice when she's trying to, you know, but home cook food, everything, everything, I, oh everything Lord. Good. But at the end of the day, um, once you know that you've put in, it's you, your input is automatically going to give you an output. Mm-hmm. So don't, because if you exhaust the input and then you have the output, sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't add up. Sometimes it's just not equivalent. So just making sure that you're loving just enough that you're able to keep something for yourself. So that's the advice I would give to Cardi as well.
0: Um, so Relly's in the studio right now, and Shout so out. um come tell us your favorite three tracks off of Cardi B's album.
1: Oh, oh can I go through this thing? Yeah. Quick, quick, uh, quick. So, um, was it Money Bad? Uh huh. Yes, I, I said that one. Um, I like that one. She Bad. Uh huh.
0: Um, and One, one more pick too. wisely Two
1: I got two <laughs>
0: I'm gonna go with the With the The one with all the The reggae tone dudes on there Hey like, I like I'm it I'm gonna go with that one work. Just cause I know that's The one that's going to hit Cause uh, Really you think so Yeah Cause 4K. it's obvious but Cause it's sample obvious Sample and everything Okay
1: See like, you know, it's a sample It's the valid And summer's coming So that's about to Bump out of people's cars Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay and the world Is in need of privacy I feel like people is
1: always too much in people's business mm-hmm. and so shout uh-huh. out to Cardi for this invasion of privacy thing because people was trying to figure out if she was preggo what's going on right. is she gonna leave Offset? Oh, Jesus um, Christ all types of stuff <laughs> mind your business like right, right. mind your business she wanna share what she wanna share <laughs> like and that's it and when she's ready to give you the album that's it so even me I have to tell myself mind my business when Cardi wants to bless me with the album she'll bless me with we the it. album with it, it. Exactly. <laughs> so, with that, we are going to... We're tuning, tuning out, out of The take over with, with Kristen and Christine. See y'all next week. No. See y'all in two yes. weeks. <laughs> True.